was at a store today and he was uh pulling the trash bags out and he goes yep gonna take out biden well oh because he's garbage he goes yep literally at the same time we're both we're both like let's go brandon <laughs> i'm like dude hilarious from the mountains to the east to the caves to the west you're listening to the real wth show Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Hey, Welcome to yeah. Uh, Wilson has had some major hiccup issues, so I'll have fun. Now. I'll have a lot of fun editing this one. Actually, last episode I didn't have that. It wasn't that bad editing the the little munchkin in your room out because all I did was I just added like a backing track the whole time to kind of yeah. try to drown her out until she started talking about the dead cat. Thank you. <laughs> Figured I'd leave that in because it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, this is episode number ninety three dude we're we're getting close dude i sent you the screenshot today yep five thousand forty six downloads yep congratulations my guy so we finally got over five thousand yeah and the, and the cool thing about that is a lot of people are like that's it <laughs> dude we don't like do that what what is it called pay for plays yeah, or whatever pay, pay for subscriptions and stuff like that and that's basically just you guys, our friends, you know, just listening and word of mouth. And dude, yeah, half of them are probably from Ryan. Probably ke- catching yeah. up, catching yeah. up on past episodes. So who's this handy guy? I don't know this guy. He's, he has a weird name and he's always in jail. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of people does Tommy and Wilson hang out with? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, thanks to everybody for, for you know, making the 5,000 happen. That, that's pretty cool. Um, because like you and I were talking when we first wanted to do this, right? We don't care for people listen. Yeah, you, you know, and I mean, and I counted. I think we're in like twenty five countries. How many countries are there? There's like over a hundred, right? There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I always get those that make that number mixed up with like continents. I'm like, wait, there's way more than like more countries. We're in every continent except for Antarctica, as of now. Yeah. All, all we need to do is just get Ooh, someone yeah. to fly. To, that is my sister. Oh, okay. Um, from 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 Tejas, they say. Oh. She's the one. She's the one that defected from Corruptifornia shortly thereafter me. I might so, be doing that soon. We'll see, dude. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, dude. And then what we could do is we could get Ryan to move out this way as well, and yeah. then it'll be just like just a amazingness. Yeah. Take over central eastern america with yeah. awesomeness might go to virginia here good things are happening over there <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait till the cheers my guy wait till the cheers so yeah like i said this is episode 93 of the real wth show um dude we're approaching on number 100 which is a huge another milestone speaking of the 5000 
What are um, we going to do for 100? Dude, I don't know. I would love it. I mean, I don't know how easy this. I mean, I can't. Uh, 195 countries, Ryan says. So, Ryan, our real time fact checker. Thank you, sir. So, we're like, uh, what is that? Tenth of the way through them ish. Yeah. Yeah. You know, step up your game, Botswana. Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Somalia. Get with it. What I want to do, it'd be cool if we could get like a bunch of past guests on there. So, the way that we would do that is the people that you could have in studio would be with you. And then we could do a lot more on uh zoom yeah yeah that's so true. um it would really depend on how easy that is to do yeah um i was thinking we get the toy stallion we could get ryan back on i could give jose a call um the other maybe, ryan the other ryan um scott. scott maybe even Corey. they could do that thing where they flip-flop if they're busy mail they just go record it there Oh, that'd be cool. Dude, that'd be awesome, actually. If you you haven't yeah. done that in a while. I know. Live. Well, actually, you did do a did on, last, on, last week. Yeah, on location in live from my dining room. No, Disneyland. Oh, yeah, I did do Disneyland. Yeah. I forgot about that. So Wilson, I'm not sure if he told said this on the on the show or not, but he goes, You know how awkward that was? What were you talking about? He's like, dude, just sitting there and like talking into my phone. I'm like, Dude, everybody talks in their phone, but yeah, it's, he felt like a YouTuber. He's like, "What's up, guys?" You know, he felt like the like the total cheesy TikToker at Disneyland, which is awesome. Yeah. So, which reviewing you know, items at Disneyland? Yeah. The uh, what was it called? The oogly boogly thing or whatever it was. I forget. You didn't rate it very high. No, it was not good. You rated Morticia's drinks higher, by the way. So that's got to say something. By the way, how did it go putting her back in the attic? Was she kicking and screaming again like last year? Yeah, I had to do a little, you know, what's that little little design on the ground to trap her? Oh, the little pentagram or whatever. Something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting dark in here. <laughs> yeah, so she couldn't go out there. Actually, she's, she's just in that circle right now, right? There's no coffin or anything? No, no, no. Put salt around it and everything? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good stuff but then but at the same time you write down um prudence the pilgrim so she's with yeah. us yeah. um not right now currently with us but she's out of the attic yeah that'd be like would that make me like scott pilgrim yeah conquering <laughs> conquering the world I've, I've never had a, a i don't think we've ever given me a job for thanksgiving have we no but my dog is like running amok behind this wall right here just, <laughs> sounds like wwe right now um, but yeah, dude, uh, you know, Prudence is hopefully she'll make a, another, uh, actually it'll be her, her premiere. Yeah, it will. Yeah. You're a man yeah. of many wives. So moving to Utah. Yeah. And they, and they all look the same, which is so weird. Yeah. You know, so, but anyways, the people want to know, I already know you sent it to me. This one is pretty cool. My guy speaking of pilgrims, beers and cheers. Funny because everybody on Instagram has no idea what's happening right now. Yeah, now I now I have to edit that sound clip in because you talked over it. You keep forgetting no. we're still recording on on this. It's okay, no. you can talk over a pour. You're supposed to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Oh, we are. I got to talk about this though. <laughs> yeah, talk about uh, that beast. This is. Uh, I went to Mraz, Mraz, whatever they they call. I it, say Mraz, over, like Jason Mraz. Yeah, over in El Dorado Hills. Um, 
This one's called Gravitron. It is a New England style IPA, so like a hazy. Um, 7% alcohol. And there's no description. So Tommy gets to look it up. I don't know how to do but, this. Uh, phones on I can Instagram. I can actually show this off. So there's there's the uh, label. The label is actually pretty cool. Some like kaleidoscope looking thing. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Or a spaceship. Sure. I mean, not really. More kaleidoscopy, less spaceshipy. So what's it? It's it's uh, Gravitron. Yeah. And Mraz. Let's see if I could pull something up here because I'm not doing this on my phone right now. There it is. Let's see the what description. I'm clicking on it right now. Oh, David Lewis is here. Oh, D. Look at that, Uncle D. Lou. Man, that's another guy we need to have back on. I know it's been a while. Um, there isn't really a description on here. Just uh, people's ratings. This one it smells fruity. It's definitely hazy. I poured it out, or I had a glass of it while we were there. Yeah, we we, we know we know David. Um, that'll be talked about in the cheers here in a second. I know um, we planned we planned that David Lewis. Yeah. We we definitely knew about that, David Lewis. Um, oh, taste and give us your own description. Um, so it's uh, not as hoppy as I'd like. It's more on the fruity side. Um, I like it, though. It tasted the same on tap as it did in the can. So if there's those stupid people out there that say everything tastes different when it's on tap, I think that's a lie. Um, wow. Can't Calling do a good job like of that. what? Calling people out like that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think cans do a good job of keeping the flavor and everything better than bottles. So, um, I like it. It's not my favorite, but it's good. Got Jose in the house, man. We have a lot of past guests on this show right now. This is awesome. <laughs> I know who I'm going to, who we're going to ask back for the hundredth episode. Everyone here right now, literally actually everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, it, dude. Okay, now if we get Alan on here, that'll be crazy. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been since he moved. Since yeah, he's been on. And then, then he was we'll on have, twice though, wasn't he? He was on one time. I thought he was on twice. Nope, just once. And then, you know, if, if we get Ted Decker in here, that'll be even Ooh. cooler. Yeah. So the uh, stallion too. I think he's off today. What are you doing? Oh yeah, how you doing? Um. So Gravitron, what do you give that beast? Uh, I'll give it a, uh, 3.75. Okay. A little lower than normal, but that's okay. <laughs> Let's still... get Trump on. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- dude, uh, you know what? I bet if we, if I wasn't in California, it would happen. Yeah. He, he, he no, absolutely not. Real WTHO best show ever. I know those guys. They're good guys. Never met those guys, but they're good guys. I heard <laughs> that was a horrible Trump impersonation, but I'm working on it. I'm definitely you, working on Did you see him at the World Series all laughing when everyone started chanting, let's go, Brandon? Oh, and I was cheering him on right there. <laughs> you know, oh, with, you mean with that quote unquote racist chant that they do? I'm like, I'm, oh, Native, yeah. Ameri- I'm Native American. Does not offend me one bit. Nope. So, and I'm not even a Braves fan. I'm just like, dude, I'm sitting there. Hoo, 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 hoo. I was actually doing a rain dance. That's why it's sort of raining everywhere, by the way. You're welcome, California. Um, oh, yeah. It rained all night last night. Yeah, it's some snow drought here we're yesterday. having, huh? Huh? 
I said, some drought we're having, huh? Yeah. It actually snowed here yesterday. I was driving. I'm like, what, what is this falling from the sky? It snowed like four feet in Tahoe. I'm not talking about Tahoe, dude. Last. Where, California sucks, dude. That's why half people on this, on this Instagram right now don't even live there. Boom. <laughs> Whatever. You could add yourself to that list. Anyways. Soon. So I'm officially done with my, my, my drinks, my hard ciders, my You're gonna IPA. You're going to have to find some more. Oh, I don't know, my friend. I think I tapped out. I did sleep good that night. Uh, I was like, ooh, I feel. And it tasted good towards the end, huh? No, dude. Yes. <laughs> it yes, was the it same. Jose said he's getting wood again. Oh, wrong thing. He says, I'm hitting the woods again, guys. Uh, oh, you're think, lucky your deer season lasts more than three weeks. I think he was actually out <laughs> turkey hunting the other day or today or yesterday. And, yeah. and by the way, season doesn't start until the 13th for me and then it ends on the 12th, less than a month. I'll say that's like negative, a negative day. Yeah. <laughs> like it ends the day before it even started. Yeah. Um, no, but Jose's quail birthday. season, quail season lasts until like January. It started like beginning of October. So if you want an hors d'oeuvre, hunt for a quail. Yeah. I've been going out every day. Yeah. But hey, while we got Jose on here, it was his birthday the other day, dude. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. He's an old man like me. Yeah, dude. 40? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you guys went to school together. Um, dang it. That means I've known him for, I think I 30. was 13 when I, when I, when I moved. Is that I think I was seven years. Uh, 41. Who's, dude, who's the, your old grandpa, he's grandpa real WTH. Oh, right there. wow. Yeah, dude. That's the oldest <laughs> member. Yeah, the oldest uh, member. What's up, suckers? What up, dude? Who's that? He's my brother-in-law. Oh. Yeah. What's up, Chip Chop? Is, is this the, the mini arcade guy? Yes. Oh, it is. sweet. Yeah. Another guy who we needed to have on for a video game episode. I know. Man, just so many episodes we never really got to in person. Because of uh, you know the 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 Fauci flu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, flu. yeah, the kung flu. Um, so I'm drink- I don't know if I've ever talked about this one on the show before. You buy it at Kroger, but it's a uh, polar. Uh, is a polar seltzer water, calorie free, orange vanilla. Ooh, it like is a delicious. Creamsicle. It is. Yeah. It's very delicious. It's, um, literally like a creamsicle. I've, uh, I've kind of gotten in trouble better than the lemon jello one. Oh yeah. yeah this one's yeah. way better. Oh. Yeah. And these are cheap dude. Like for like a 12 pack, like a dollar 99. Oh, that's not, bad. it does sound manly dude. It's, it's a water man. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Ryan said something the other day, he posted something. It was a meme and it said, Oh yeah. When do we go back to drinking the blood out of our, our victims skulls again and then i said something like you know if it was me i'd probably still drink a sparkling water out of it (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's how manly i am but i was like yeah that's true that's true man we don't we don't do that anymore you know it's not like temple of doom uh (laughs) i give this one uh nine and a half out of ten it's up there with one of my faves um there with lemonade Yo, dude, <laughs> telling you, lemonade. Stand in that line. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's that's what I have for for, for the drinks. Um, and as far as the cheers go, man, um, I don't even know. I'm gonna look right here in real time. 
on ESPN. Let's see if they're talking about it. 14 years, right? Or 12. 12 or 14. Um, I got uh, 14. 14, yeah. Yeah, so basically, well, first of all, the news came across yesterday, and it said, like, breaking news, and it said, Posey, my heart sank. I was like, no. Helicopter no. crash. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, that's the way to go out, apparently. And then it says plans to retire. And then I was like, you know, I'm, it saddens me, but what a way to go out. Yeah. You know, he had like, his best season probably ever. Right. Which I thought, cause this was like the last year of his contract. Right. Yeah. So they, I thought that he like was going to have this awesome season. Then they were going to sign him to another like four years or something like that. Yeah. And he would just finish, but no, he's one of the few people who, who started and ended with, the team yeah uh jeter was one yeah um and it says right here i'm not i'm not seeing if it says it if it's happening right this second like if it's actually happening david uh, lewis said yeah to, so yeah he said it was two minutes out six o'clock um but it says that san francisco giants catcher buster posey will announce his retirement from baseball on thursday according to the athletic on wednesday uh, Posey, who's 34, which is a good age to retire. <laughs> I wish I could retire at 34. Um, has played his entire 12-year oh, right career. Sorry, not 14. 12-year career in San Francisco, helping the team win three World Series titles in 2010, 12, but, and 14. But he was in the minors for two years. Yeah, he was, he was right? on the Grizzlies for, I want to say, a couple of years. Yeah. I never saw him as a Grizzly. Me either. Uh, um, and it says he's the only – this is what tripped me out. He's the only player still in the Giants who played in all three title-winning teams. I yep. could have sworn Crawford and Belt were on those teams. No, they came in for the second one. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah the, remember we won the first one with Aubrey Huff, Pat Burrell, all those guys? Right. Okay. And it said the Giants said last month that they would exercise Posey's $22 million club option for the 2022 season – as long as the veteran catcher wanted to keep playing after a stellar year, Posey hinted during the playoffs, he might be done saying he was ready to embrace more family time with four young children at home. I'm getting yeah. all this from ESPN, by the way. Uh, and it says, I'm definitely going to take some time with my wife, talk with her, be able to be a full-time dad of four kids for the first time in a while. Yeah. Just kind of take it slow and see how things progress. Um, and then Posey opted out of uh, the coronavirus short in 2020 campaign uh, to help care for prematurely born adopted twin girls he and his wife Kristen also have twins lee and addison who just turned 10 which i remember hearing about that i was like man it's admirable dude like for reals mm -hmm. um and i think he was just like what's the point of playing this season when i need to be with my family he chose family over this which sometimes it seems like work could get in the way of family life you know i mean i, I think we could all agree on that that sometimes it does but dude he just Said, no, nah, dude, I'm, I think I'm good. I'm going to spend some time with family. And it says right here, he batted 304 with 18 homers and 56 RBI, showing a surgically repaired right hip had fi finally regained full strength three years after the operation. That wasn't due to that coll collision with Cousins at home plate, was it? Because that was his leg that broke, right? Yeah, that was his leg. Right. I don't, why don't I remember his right hip being injured? Um, um, that, that was the reason why he was doing so bad two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Posey would be one of six players in the divisional era to hit 300 or better in his final MLB season. Basically, just goes over a bunch of 
Other things, it says he was selected by the Giants fifth overall in the first round of the 2008 draft out of Florida State, where in May 2008, he played all nine fielding positions in the same game. Whoa, I didn't know that. Can you, oh, imagine, yeah. Pos- can you imagine Posey being at like um, center field? Pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Pablo was pitching? <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, he, didn't he strike out the side one time? I think he did. Yeah. He, he should have done the little shimmy, you know, that he threw like does. a 55 mile an hour pitch or something like that. Yeah. It was, I mean, that would throw off a that, lot of guys. It was like watching Rizzo when Rizzo finally got to pitch. Yeah. He was oh, all I, excited. Like the one, one game, the, the, uh, wasn't that against Freddie walking. Freeman? I don't remember, but the manager came walking over towards him after he grabbed the ball from the pitcher and Rizzo gets all excited and he starts to go over and the manager looks at him and goes, no. <laughs> but then I think it was the next game they let him pitch. I think it was against Freddie Freeman and they were laughing the whole time and Freeman struck oh, out yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. cracking up. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, Posey, man, what what a, what a stand-up guy. I mean, he always seemed like he helped. He always seemed like his head was in the game, yeah, like for reals, and just as good at first base as catcher. Um, and I watched a bunch of highlights today. It, it was uh, Posey walking off the field before the third strike was called. Dude, it was savage. <laughs> he just, ball goes out, and he he just gets him and walks away. He knows it's getting called. <laughs> All of a sudden, you see the umpire go strike, <laughs> like they're done. Um, but what was cool is that there was an interview with Sergio Romo, and he he said uh, that. No one really knew. I mean, he talked a little bit about spending time with family, but that's usually what you do in the off season. And he was talking about everything. And then uh, uh, Roma went back and he says, when they won the final game of the season that sent them, that gave them the best record in baseball that put them into the playoffs. Yeah. He said, if you look at Posey, everyone else around him is celebrating on the field. But you look at Posey, he's standing there and he's just staring out in the outfield and staring at the crowd, like taking it all in as if he knew his mind was made up and this is this is you know the last time and you know just soak it all in my man and watching that video again i'm like yeah it's a guy that's like basically gonna hang it up and go out with a bang i mean who this doesn't mean he can he may never coach he he definitely could coach yeah um coach um catching uh anything really hitting hitting um managing you know, whatever's in the future for him. But I uh, wanted to definitely give him a shout out because, you know, he's one of my favorite ball players. You and I have both seen him play. And I'm hoping he gets into the Hall of Fame one, one of these days. Oh, he will. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm hoping it happens in our lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but and then also uh, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series, which Houston did not even show up at that last game, which was awesome. No. <laughs> Seven to nothing. But I, I like Freddie Freeman. I've always liked Freddie Freeman. I think he, he's I, also- I just love that they canceled the All-Star game oh, yeah. in Atlanta. And then it ends up going back to Atlanta for the World Series. And then Atlanta wins the yeah. World Series. Classic. It was like, oh, but they're, they are trying to cancel the Tomahawk Chop, which I'm like, oh, go for it. Cancel it. You try telling 40,000 plus fans, uh, hey, don't do that. That's like telling uh, Dodger fans you, you you can't do the beach ball anymore. They're still going to do it. And the wave. They're still going to do it. Two right. of the dumbest things in sports, in, in baseball, that ever happened are that stupid wave and the beach ball. And for some reason, Dodgers fans love it, and I hate it. Yeah. But I, I would be okay if they tried to cancel that too. Yeah. Well, 
Jose is mad now. Watch. He, he already <laughs> left. It's oh, okay. he did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Remember, he'll he, hear. He was going out to the woods. That's right. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can't even get, you know, a grocery market amount of people, which is like what at any given point, a hundred people to wear a mask. Yeah. You tell 40,000 fans, Hey, don't do this tomahawk chop. I'll, you know what? I'm not a Braves fan. I'm a giants fan. I will do the tomahawk oh, chop no, dying on me. Oh, there you are. No, where, where, which, which one, which one am I dying on you on? <laughs> the computer i'm well, okay i'm on three different things right now um but see i'm not a braves fan but like dude i'd, I'd join in the tomahawk chop just to piss some people off you know because the yeah. people that are all mad about it are the people that are not even native american take two yeah not even native american i'm a little stuffed up we got the uh uh COVID changing of the around. season yeah, yeah the, i got the the fauci flu going on yeah. um but i want to give a shouts out to um uh cheers to buster posey wish you were a friend of the show maybe one day um are we cheers on the instagram or are we cheers in the i get i guess instagram because it's still going on yeah um the atlanta braves and you know what the commonwealth of virginia you made me proud oh cheers. yeah yeah that was a big deal in virginia dude yeah what about new jersey did they ever decide that one i think they said the um the the liberal dude one but they said it was too close to call yeah but what's funny is they're saying the same thing about the virginia one yeah i think ryan's cursing me at the coven they said the same (laughs) thing about the virginia one they're like it's too close to call my dude he's like at 54 percent right now and the other guy's like 48 or whatever like i think it was lower than that yeah i'm like too close to call okay did you see the independent that was running oh he was was? no it, it, they had like 0.7% of the vote. It was like 13,000 votes or something like that. But their name was like Princess something. Princess Ooh. Samirna or something like that. I guess the guy running for governor of New Jersey or, or was it governor or what, something in New Jersey was just some rando off the street who like spent like $193. And a he Republican like, guy? Yeah. And he's like, huh. the other guy spent like 700 grand and he gave him a run for his money. I'm like, dude, I should run. He was he was ahead for a while. He was yeah. ahead by like fifteen hundred votes or something like that. Yeah, it, it people are waking up, dude, and I'm loving it. Um, I just what's what's scary? He was, oh, a, he was truck a truck driver? driver. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, he was a truck wow. driver. People are waking up, and I like it because uh, especially how, when I, how do you feel about the uh, uh, New York choice? What was the New York choice? Eric, uh, what's his name? Eric Davis or something like that. He's a Democrat, but he's a oh pro police, police. pro police, yeah, Democrat. Uh, you know, honestly, if you're a Democrat or a, or a Republican, there's there's Democrats that I side with. I'm like, dude, like that's a that guy has a good head on his shoulders or shoulders. But when you become so far left where you're like progressive and you're flat out weird, like with your canceling everything and like defunding the police and all that dude i'm done with you because there's some democrats out that are coming over to the to the republican side they're like man even you guys are like oh he said he won what the Ryan new jersey won. guy won yeah um i gotta look that up right now after spending just 153 dollars on campaign truck driver beats new jersey senate president oh senate okay uh what was his name 
It says New Jersey's longest running state Senate president has lost his seat to a truck driver who spent only $153 on Duncan and paper flyers over the course of his campaign. Yeah. And it says uh, Steve Sweeney, the democratic Senate president in New Jersey has lost to Edward Durr, a furniture company truck driver, 98% of the vote counted. Sweeney remained about 2000 votes short of Durr when the Associated Press called the race Thursday morning, dude. And yes, Jose FJB, we know what that means. It also means <laughs> let's go, Brandon. He came back. Yeah. Good thing well, he wasn't here. Oh, yeah. Jose heard, heard, he heard Dodgers. I got to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little late on that one, Jose. You got to go back and listen to the episode. What? Wilson. Can I do, can I do another? Can I do a third person on here? You might be able to, but we're not going to be able to hear it through the, the recording. Oh, we weren't, huh? I don't think you could do two Let's or see. more than two. Who are you trying no, to add? You might have to. Oh, oh, there's there he is. Look at that. <laughs> we, there he is. <laughs> Can't, I gotta, I gotta turn this up now. Yeah, you got, you got, you got to put that into your mic so we can record it. <laughs> we got Jose, those of you guys who are just listening to this. Uh, we got Jose on the, on the three way, and it looks like he's on a freeway. So the three way on the freeway. Maybe maybe I could get hope. Maybe I could get. Here we go. What's that, dude? I said I just wanted to throw the show for a loop. Oh, and you did, my friend. We we we, we thought. Oh man, River Ops wants to be in now too. Look at this. <laughs> hey, Lloyd, look, there's some people who want to ride too. Pick them up. Hold on. <laughs> Wonder how many people we can let's do see, this. Let's see how many people we can get on this. <laughs> Everybody's going down. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, oh, it we can works. Go- there we <laughs> go. <laughs> we look at that. We got Ryan and Jose both on here, dude. I wonder if I could pull the audio from this. This is great. <laughs> well, well, here's the funny thing. It's like they're both driving to meet each other right now. Yeah, because they're both driving. Yo, Ryan looks like he's in a big truck. Yeah. Oh, dude, oh. it's like it's like six thirty, dude. Should be off work by now. Oh, and we also have. Uh, you should be normal and have you know week weekdays off. Yeah, not everyone has a cool <laughs> schedule like you. Yeah, that four on three off that Kelly schedule. Gotta love it. It was what the Grim Reaper does. But now you're doing like a pumpkin cleanup, right? Yeah, I got to go to, uh, you know, Monday through Friday this next week, which sucks because of a, a mishap from a soul that didn't want to not be reaped. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. It's funny. Like Ryan and uh, Jose are like having their own little conversation. Right now. <laughs> 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 no, <Jose. laughs> so, sorry. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jose. You, you guys have your conversation. Ryan's going to meet Jose to kill some turkeys. Yeah. I like how my daughter says, dad, I could hear you. I'm like, duh, I'm recording a podcast in the room right next to you. (laughs) 
Hey, you know who does you know who does the edits? You can't screw this well, up, dude. You're you're stuck on here now because I'm illiterate with Instagram and I don't know how to take you off. So <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, Wilson. Look what you started. It's like Pentor's box. Yeah. Do y'all wonder what the limit is on this? I don't like, know. For reals. That'd be so cool if we get like 20 people on here. Yeah. But knowing my West Virginia internet, it'll like bog down the entire grid. <laughs> we won't be able to do the podcast. It's it's like the Simpsons. Well, Jose, good luck. Catch a turkey. Perfect, dude. Let us know. I love it. All right, go Giants. <laughs> I got that one in before he left. You know he wanted to say something right when it happened. He's all, he's all, uh, oh, he heard it. He goes, jerk. He just, <laughs> that's fantastic. No, never. You're, you're honorary third host. So, you know. I said your honorary third host. So, <laughs> man, I don't know how this is gonna. Oh, he said to go Dodgers. Let's go ahead and get off Instagram Live. Everybody out there, thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks for watching. That was fun. Yeah, we maybe, haven't. We, maybe we, next time we'll see if we can get five people on at once. Yeah, we we uh uh we haven't done that in a while. It's always yeah. it's always so it always throws me through a loop uh, because with uh, editing it's so weird because i gotta like bounce back and forth with it but it's fun five i figured five thousand episodes we got to give the kids something you know i gotta give them a little bit of a treat five thousand episodes we five thousand episodes no five thousand downloads that's what i meant oh, okay that's what i meant duh right. if y'all want to hear the rest of this episode it'll be out on monday at midnight or sunday night at midnight uh laters on the men jay <laughs> we do that again wait <laughs> yeah okay bye Let's go, Brandon. So, Wilson, so your beer you tried was called the Gravitron, and it made me want to – I, I just is curious. What is your favorite ride at the fair? Um, I would have to say the Zipper. Which, Zipper's fun. Which Mraz also makes a IPA called the Zipper. Oh, so they have like a fair theme going on. Well, the, the Zipper was a while ago, so – yeah. Now Maybe they're coming back to it. Who knows? I remember going to the state fair in California with Brandon. We're funny. We were actually talking about this today when I was on the phone with him and uh, we rode the zipper and that was when we, I think I posted the picture when we were on Marcus Allen was there and he, Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we kept walking in the background and we got on the news <laughs> that I filmed him filming towards us. It was the weirdest thing, but we had the zipper going like almost nonstop. Just spinning. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. We had that thing flying. But then we did this thing because it was hot. You know, Sacramento during the summer is really hot, especially during the fair. And the fair is basically on asphalt. It's really in a bad location. Yeah. And we saw this thing, it was indoors. It was called a silent disco. I'm like, eh, whatever. Let's go inside. Let's cool off. I just want to get out of the out of the sun. He's like, all right. We go in there, dude. <laughs> weirdest thing ever lights it was like a club atmosphere but it sounded like this yeah it was super quiet <laughs> and you can hear like shoes squeaking on the floor but everyone's dancing i'm like 
what the heck? It looked like like a loadout screen in Fortnite, but no music. I'm like, what the heck? That's weird. And then they go, here, try on these headphones. And you put on the headphones, and it's like, and it has music. And then you could like turn it. So one person's dancing to like BG's like disco, and the other one's dancing to like Skrillex, like they're totally like voguing out. And Brandon and I just look at each other, we're like, this is the lamest thing we have ever seen. Let's keep watching it. <laughs> we, we took off the headphones and we just watched people. There was like people there that showed up to party, dude. They like, this is what they came to the fair for. They're wearing like outfits specifically for clubbing. Hey, um, you, you get a couple uh, Tommy girls in you. You'd be doing it too. <laughs> probably, dude. <laughs> but what was funny is I, I was telling Brandon this. I'm like, dude, you know what it reminded me of? is back in high school when I would go to like, you know, uh, Sunsplash, Golfland, all, all that. And that was when Dance Dance Revolution first came out. And you would have the guys show up and they have towels. You know, they're like, ooh, in a sports bottle. They're like, they're, they're going to dance. And so they go there, but they they hold onto that little back bar that's behind it. And they're just moving their feet, but not actually dancing. So they could, you know, and they're, and they're dude, they're in it. Their face is all serious. I'm like, they don't realize everyone's making fun of them yeah you know and but i don't know i, I thought of that, that that when you said the gravitron i'm like oh man i do miss the fair uh i have a soft spot for those little dark rides a little haunted house ones even though they're completely lame and they're all basically the same layout um yeah but the zipper is always one that i just feel like just always gets me uh what is your favorite amusement park ride like big one amusement park yeah um i'd have to go with uh dollywood and the the mineshaft ride that they have there when i thought of this question i'm like i wonder if wilson's gonna mention that ride the one where the explosions happen yeah the explosions and then it does an inverted drop yeah like you drop straight down so much that you end up going back under yourself yeah yeah and, and which i live fairly close to Dollywood. I'm like four hours away and I'm going to ride go. that ride. I'm going to do it. Um, but I had a feeling you're going to say that they, as far as like roller coasters go. And there's, there's new rides there since I've been there, like a, a cool one where you like, I think you're strapped in where you're hanging like parallel to the ground. Yeah. Your stomach that one. The ground, like screaming Eagle or something like that. That's the one. Called. Yeah. 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 That um, wasn't there when I was there last and they have the best pork rinds ever like made fresh oh. it's like it's like kettle corn but they make pork rinds you know Are how they... they make kettle corn right there in front of you yeah what they flavor make pork rinds. um they just have like original and i think they might have a spicy one. Oh yeah dude but I'm it's wonderful now i'm gonna get my yeah. car like ryan and jose and head down there now just for that <laughs> but what sucks about that place is it closes for a season it does well yeah like when the winter like after christmas i think it shuts down because of the weather well, yeah, but it's good to go during Christmas because they do the Christmas shows and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, it, I might try dude, to... it, it is the greatest place to go to during the week because they have rides there, right? So it's it's like a Knott's Berry Farm. I'd, I'd say more Knott's Berry Farm than Disneyland just because it's got that feel to it. But you know how like at Disneyland, you go up and there's like stroller parking everywhere. Yeah. And there's strollers everywhere in Disneyland. And then you go to go on the rides and there's a super long line. So at, at Dollywood, it's not stroller parking. 
it's scooter parking. Oh no, you get to ride scooters because there's there's so many old people that have the little hover rounds. Oh, go there and they they park and everything, but the ride line or the the line for the rides is like nothing. We walked on every ride because it's all old people that go there. Oh, I love it. It's great. I thought you were saying like you could rent a scooter and ride around the park. Except <laughs> except for the shows. Like because they have like musical in-person shows, you know, like up on a stage that they that they do. You yeah. go to that and the the scooter parking is completely full and it's there's like hundreds of them and there's a ton all the old people go there for that basically. But Yeah, I want to I want to go. Um, it, it reminds they, me a lot of like knots, knots berry farm. It looks like, yeah, like the yeah. feel of it. Yeah. That's what it's like. Um, old, like old style. So like, I don't get me wrong. I like Disneyland. You've never I seen a bald lines. eagle up close. I've seen, there's there. one at, there's one at discovery kingdom. Is there? Yeah. They, they have a bald eagle rehabilitation thing there. Okay. So they have, they have a bunch of them in this big aviary thing. Remember that time Those I was at Disco- Discovery Kingdom and I texted you, like, hey, what's going on? You're all, nothing, just got done with the dolphin show. I'm like, what, what? And I'm, you're like, I'm at Discovery Kingdom, like, what? So am oh, I. I'm here too. <laughs> we met up right there. We met up right there behind Johnny Rockets, dude. I remember that yeah, day. That was I a remember. good day. Yeah. <laughs> Small world. That was right after I went on the 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 sky coaster, the the swing sky oh. swing coaster. Okay, now I can't admit. The one time I was really drunk in my life, I rode that sky coaster. And I did I did it without any drinks. I needed to. <laughs> I, I couldn't pull the thing. I did it with the the stallion. And, oh, and okay. Like it was he was like, Are you gonna pull it? And I was like, I don't think I can. This I is mean, a you dude that down... like <laughs> the stallion's the guy that dove off that big bungee jump thing in New Zealand. They're all okay, ready to go. He's like, all right, and just jump. All right, with the, yeah. With the GoPro in his hand, like no hesitation all right dude whatever make me feel like less of a man yolo yeah right (laughs) um my favorite coaster though is uh i think medusa because it's super smooth medusa's good it's just a fun smooth coaster yeah um but uh favorite ride of all time dude honestly it's a toss-up between pirates of the caribbean and indiana jones i just love the detail in those rides favorite ride dude i'm gonna have to say it's the new Star Wars ride. Yeah, you said that, dude, and it looks legit. It's like it's good. I could picture if, me. If that's the way the rides are going in the future, I'm gonna go to a lot more amusement parks. Right. I could picture me on that ride, not even like just like, like, like woo. I'd just be like in awe. Like, I feel like I'm in this movie right now. This is yeah, incredible. you do, you do. the The most incredible thing was the lightsaber coming through the ceiling. Yeah, I, and I'm. I I still have no idea how they did that. Either. I know I've, and that's the thing about, like, if you go through some old school documentaries on Netflix or on on YouTube, on how Disneyland did um, all their stuff, like even the Haunted Mansion when I first saw it, well, how did they get all this stuff in this house? And yeah. then I, then I then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, then you realize that half room, of it's underground. That room doesn't stretch. It's an elevator taking you underneath. Yeah. Oh, that makes perfect sense. And that's, dude, I would have never thought of that. So is Pirates of the Caribbean. Most of that's underground too. Most of everything, except for like Matterhorn, Space Mountain, all that's above ground. Yeah. Yeah. So Space Mountain is one of the most genius rides I've ever seen because it's a roller coaster. They probably spent like $0 on the budget for it, except for like the build. 
but they, I mean, all they did was turn the lights out inside. Have you ever seen video on YouTube of him riding with the lights on? Uh-uh. It's a very compact coaster. Very compact. Yeah. yeah. But when you're in there, when the lights are off, dude, it feels like it's the biggest thing ever. That's yeah. what she said. Uh, but it's like, uh, you know, the, and then they, they, they do the, the stars on the uh, ceiling. And then they added like the music to the headrests, which added a lot. Yeah. But like the technology these days with, with coasters and everything is amazing. Like now I think discovery kingdom did it for a while with a uh, Kong and they're giving you VR goggles. Oh, whoa. Now I would do VR on Medusa, not on Kong specifically because Kong is a very, very rough roller coaster. Uh, Cause your head is sitting between those two pad things and you got to keep your neck so stiff or else your head's just going to slam back and forth between it. And yeah, I get out. I have a headache every time I ride that. So I'm like, I'm never going to ride that type of ride ever again, unless I hear good things about it. But uh, Medusa dude is legit. Like it's yeah. just super smooth. Um, um, but Before we get too far away from it, I want to, I want to get into the sports thing that I, do, do we have a little jingle for sports stuff? I thought we did. Do we not? Um, what kind of sport? Uh, well, this is about football, but ask and you shall receive Wilson ask and you (laughs) shall receive. So I don't, I, I had a discussion with, uh, Morticia slash prudence. Was this whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, this week? It's the same person. This is with news. both of them. You know, I had to oh, put same tissue away, oh. and I had asked her, and then I was like, you know what? I wonder what Prudence thinks. So I asked her too. What, dude, I love you the way your marriage works. Really, keep yeah, everyone in the loop. Yeah. I love it. You're such, um, such a stand-up guy. So th- this is a story from out of California, and I I want to see what you think on this because um, Morticia was and Prudence were more <laughs> towards the <laughs> more towards the. Uh, you know, don't give kids participation trophies type stance. That's where they're leaning was towards that. Yes. Towards that with this particular story. But I feel like there's an unwritten rule here, just like in baseball, just like any other sport, there's unwritten rules, you know, to where this is, this is something that's not okay. And if this happens, you know, you, you do, you be the bigger person Okay, so this comes out of California, Inglewood High School versus Morningside High School football. Um, there was a blowout. And I'm, oh I'm, my God. I'm not just saying like a little blowout, you know, like 50 to nothing. No, this was 106 to zero was the score for this game. Close game, dude. So um, the, the uh, Mornings. Morningside high school coach um, went off on the other coach calling the team classless and saying, you don't know how to be a humble victor basically. And I, I kind of fall into that line, especially with this. When you look into the details of the story, are you still there? yeah are you okay when you hear this it looked like you you froze no i was reading when you hear the playback because you did you did you did pause your voice catches up and so it goes really fast (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like you're really excited um 
Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I was so, writing something down uh, about this for no show. So, notes. um, after the first quarter, okay, the score after the first quarter was fifty nine to zero. At that point, what would you do, Tommy, if you're the coach of the winning team in that game? Okay, first of all, I mean, I'm not too uh, familiar with how football works, um, but if this is let's just hypothetically say this was a professional football team. Yeah, what I think that they do in that moment is they take out all their first string guys and say, okay. we're going to play the second string guys uh, to make it a little bit, not so much to make it fair, but give these guys some more playing time. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and to, uh, because we know we got this in the bag, let's get some other guys on the field. Also not to risk injury to our good guys for exactly. example, we actually need them. Um, as a coach, that's what I would do. I'm also, see, I'm torn because I'm not one of those guys that's like, Cause you and I played on softball teams and we didn't have bad players on our team except for John Edia. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, who you run to the left, right? Dude, no joke. I got to tell that story. So we had this guy and we, he goes, I don't even know where to run. I'm like, dude, you hit the ball. You run to the base to your left. You run to that's, first base. Oh no, no, no. You did tell him to go the yeah, other I go, way. You, you go to third base first. Then you come back to home plate. Then you got to touch the pitcher's mound. And you got to come back to home plate. Then you go to first and then you're considered safe. These are different rules in softball. This is kind of like cricket in a way, but a little bit different. <laughs> He's like, okay. Then he hits the ball, which God knows how the heck he did that. <laughs> then he takes off to third. And we're like, we weren't expecting him to hit the ball at all. So we're like the other way. Then he fell. <laughs> so, anyways, I digress. Um, we, it was worth the out was worth the laugh. Honestly, It was worth it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, so but I was saying about our softball, dude, we got killed a bunch of times yeah. and I never, I never, yeah, it sucks to lose. It really it sucks to lose, but it also makes you want to play harder. Yeah. Knowing that, man, we're getting spanked. We need to try our hardest. We need to try harder. Um, I see it from both sides. I, I don't think the team should have let up because just play the game. I yeah. think they should have put second string guys in there, still played the game, but then told the other coach, hey, dude, we did ease up on you. We're not just going to quit the game. We, you know, we put our second uh, string guys in there. And who's to say that, I mean, I don't know the history between between these two schools, right? Let's just say, which one was the, the, the team that scored the 106 points? Was that Ingleside? Uh, Ingleside, yeah. Or Inglewood. Or Ingle, Inglewood. Inglewood. Let's just say this was their first game they've ever won definitely not they're undefeated this season okay let's just hypothetically say this was their first game okay you're gonna tell this team to not win dude they're living it they're loving this right now i mean i remember uh, there was a rangers game a texas rangers game a few years back where i think the score was like 22 to 1 or something that's not easy to do either because each one of those runs is worth one point one touchdown is worth six you know you, you know that when you're up by that that many points in baseball when, when those players get a hit, they're taking one base. They could have right. got a triple. Most of the time, they're taking right. one base. And that go that doesn't go towards the like giving up side. It's more of the, I got a hit. I don't want to get injured. So I'm not going to try for a triple, you know? Or the those players are hitting home runs. I mean, you, you can't help it if you hit a home run. I've heard coaches say, just take one base. Just take one base. Yeah. You know, or, or we, we did it. I mean, back when I played with, uh, with the stallion on his firefighter team, we, we won one, one season. We were pretty good. 
And there, we got to the point where we were beating people like 20 to two. And it's like, you hit the ball. You don't take more than one base just right. because, you know, you're going to be there all night if that happens for one, which right. you don't want to do. Right. Well, there's time limits to certain things. Softball had, had time limits, which. Oh, yeah. It had an hour time limit, huh? which I kind of hated because <laughs> maybe it was an hour and a half. Because there were some games where I'm like, dude, we were just getting good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but at the same time, isn't it not up to the coach? Couldn't the refs have just called it? Uh, there that's what they're talking about there might be a mercy rule now because of this okay. which um i know I, i'm pretty sure in baseball there's a mercy rule i don't think they they play nine inning games in high school do they for baseball i thought it was like six or seven, seven. yeah something like that and i think if you're up by a certain like 10 runs or more at the the fifth inning or something like that they call it i, I forget what it is um but how would you feel if not only did they not take their starters out, mainly their starting quarterback, who threw 13 touchdown passes in this game, but on the last touchdown of the game, they went for a two-point conversion instead of kicking a field goal? Okay, see, now that's just adding insult to injury. Th- that, th- like you said, where the coach would then say, hey, just take one base. The coach should have been like, do you just take We're a kicking knee, the field goal, kick a field goal, take a knee, aim somewhere else, do something. We got this. But I, I think the coach, here's one thing I have noticed. Uh, Cause my, my daughter's boyfriend plays football uh, for the school. And I noticed the thing about the high school coaches or the, the, the actually middle school coaches, these guys are out there yelling and screaming at these kids. I get it. You know, that's, honestly, it builds character. You've been to the police academy before. You wouldn't be who you are if they're like, okay, now Wilson, what you're going to do is this. No, they get in your face and they scream at you and it sucks. I, so I got a caveat to that though. So I got screamed at. Yes, I did. But during, so when I was at the police academy, we had like a main guy up front screaming at us, yelling at us, stuff like that. Um, and then we get, we do something stupid like, oh, you had a piece of lint on your uniform, drop down, give me push ups. So you drop down. And then they'd, they'd, they'd count them off for you, right? So you do like one push up and then they'd sit there and wait and wait. And, and you got a two. Hold. Oh, yeah. So you got to hold. So you get to like 10, but you're, you've been sitting there for like two minutes. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, my arms are shaking. Right. And I'm like ready to be done with this. And then I, I get one of the other instructors who, who has been yelling at us too, but he comes up next to me and he starts, he starts like not yelling, but you know, like in, uh, what do you call it? It's like an intense whisper into your ear. And uh-huh. he, he goes, don't you give up. You better not give up. You got this. Keep going. Keep going. And like he was encouraging as well. Right. Okay. So when I played, uh, I only played football in high school during spring training, just cause it just wasn't my thing. And I wasn't used to the screaming and stuff. That's the first time I ever dealt with it. And at first it was like, dude, I wish they would just treat me better. I wish they wouldn't scream at me like that. I just, just don't do that. You have no idea how motivating that is because <laughs> you don't want to be on the receiving end of that. So, yeah. So it's like, you don't screw up. You do what you're supposed to do. Now I'm seeing these high school coaches and middle school coaches out there. Literally they're like, like di 
you know, style screaming at these kids, throwing down the clipboards, getting their face, grabbing their face mask, screaming. These are kids that are like 13 and 14. And I'm like, are you just living your high school career vicariously through these middle schoolers? Cause you couldn't make it as a big time coach. I'm like, sometimes, yeah, that's what it seems like. And, and so that coach who did that, where he's just like, uh, go for the two point conversion. I'm like, dude, uh, like, are you just trying to, what are you trying to prove right now at this point? That I feel like, so this is where, so like in baseball, you have the unwritten rule of you hit a home run. You don't sit there at home plate and watch it, which Solaire you, you did start running or you don't like flip the bat 17 feet in the air and then walk, you know, Bryce and Harper. then start jogging, you know, that type of thing. That was never okay. In the beginning, it was, you hit the ball, you ran. Right. And then if it went over, if it went over the wall, you watched it go over the wall, you kind of slow down, you know, cause you don't have to run as hard and you get to home and that's it. And now there's all this bat flipping, the standing there watching it. And it, all it does is make people mad. And I feel like this type of play is what gets us those type of players. Like raising them up this way. Cause there's a thing, you know, sportsmanship is a big thing. And I think people are somewhat moving away from that. I'm not at all saying like people should get participation trophies. No, that's garbage. But there's there's a point where you learn how to lose and win humbly. I agree. And this is this is not a way to do that. On uh, what is it? I was watching a thing about it. It was uh, on Facebook. John Boy Media. He does a lot of like uh, things where he'll like do like random football plays or baseball plays. But you can't you can't really see the the coach's mouth. Uh, you can see his mouth, but you can't hear what he's actually saying. And so he'll slow it down and he'll be like saying like F you like that. And there was like this college baseball game and, and like this college uh, pitcher was just killing it. And he struck a guy out on the side. And then all of a sudden the, the pitcher right before he take, he, he gets to the mound, he, he's looking the better. He spits towards home plate. Then he strikes the guy out. And then as he's walking on the field, he's just like F you F you. It was a vendor vendor built versus i forget who the college team and then the other team came back like nine runs and ended up winning the game and just totally shot this kid down who had this ego that was that was monstrous um we saw in the world series game set our game uh was it uh five or whatever the other night that the braves won solaire hit a monster of a home run dude out of the park i think it's still going and he, he, dude, it was like the most blatant, like not even like stop, not even Bryce Harper esque stopping while walking to first looking. He literally stood on home plate, looked back at his dugout. And then he did like the, like, actually, no, he looked, I think he looked at the uh, visiting dugout or, or the, the home dugout. And he did like the, yeah, boy, like that. Then he started walking backwards. I'm like, what is this dude? Like, yeah. like. I, I, this is the same type of thing where I, I get mad when uh, football players now get an interception, then they run to the end zone and get the whole team over there with them. And they do some stupid like dance or something like that. I was like, when did this come? Become but they did life? get penalized for it, right? No, okay, no, they're they... not, which is garbage because I've read the rule. I was like, how, how is this? Okay. And it says um, it's okay to do it uh, impromptu or 
what do they call it? Like not planned celebration if there's a sack or a touchdown, something like that. But when you get every person on the team over into the end zone and you all start doing a certain dance. They're the also doing way, like the icky shuffle the yeah, same time. That's pretty planned to me. That is planned. And in the definition of unsportsmanlike conduct, it says if it is a planned premeditated thing, then it's unsportsmanlike. Right. Which all that stuff is. But I don't know. I, I just feel like they get mad because games take a long time and all this stuff. And these are all things that pertain to, I just, I want to watch the game. Right. That's it. Well, there's I'm, already I'm tired of all the showboating and stuff like that. Like who cares? And here's the, th- here's the thing though. Am I saying I want them to impose penalties on people who bat flip stuff like that? It no, because I'm, I'm done with adding any more rules to baseball. Yeah. The whole form, the whole walk thing that they did this year. That's stupid. In the extra innings, what do they do? They start someone on second base or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's garbage. That's garbage. You keep the game going like it. That, that's only in minor leagues, though. Correct. No, it was in major league, too. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I saw a game where, where they started someone. I think it was a Giants game. They started someone second. I'm like, what? Did, did I miss a play? That's garbage. Um, But, you know. Am I wanting them to add more rules? No, because I just I'm done with all these different rules. Now there it are just, some, there are some things I wish they would do, like that final play, um, the Dodgers Giants game. I, oh I yeah, feel, that should be reviewable. I feel like something sure. like that should be reviewable if it is in the slightest bit. Like I don't know, that was really really close. I mean, I I, th- I think they should all be reviewable. If if you want to go that way, I I go for all of them because. That one was blatantly wrong. Like yeah. that was a horrible call. He he was so far from being from that being a swing that it should have never even been thought of that it was a swing. That would have saved what's his face's a uh, perfect game on the Tigers or whoever. Um, yeah, that would have saved his perfect game because that was clearly an out. Um, but at the, I mean, I, how is it now? Like when they ask for a review is it like a certain amount of timeouts they're only allowed like one per game and they could choose for to baseball like, yeah i think you get two okay and then after the seventh inning i think it is you can't review anything it's booth reviewed so that should have been a booth reviewed thing but they don't allow you to review check swings yeah and, and check swings is hard though because it, it, you have to be a, at a certain position to see, but I'm like, dude, if a camera is showing it right now, that yeah. is what they're looking at. Yeah. Is that camera angle. And we're all seeing it. And there's even Dodgers fans out there. that were like, man, that, that wasn't, that was a bad call. Granted, same you know, thing who, happened to the Dodgers. Who knows? Like, I mean, that, that was the last strike of the last out of the game. Who knows? The next pitch could have been right down the pipe and he would have swung a miss, but right. I mean, it, it could have caused a whole different outcome. Well, the same thing happened to the Dodgers, I think, like two weeks before or whatever, where they had a yeah. check swing. And that game right there would have essentially been tied, a us. Different, tied us at the yeah. end. So, I mean. And we would have won that game. But, yeah. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is like, um, I think it, I'm, I'm not just saying this because of the Giants. I'm saying this as a, as, a, as a whole. Like, I think it should be, you know, called fairly. There was times when we were playing softball, dude, where I'm like, dude, there's no way I was out. But, I mean it's softball i'm not gonna argue it i mean i'll be mad um but as far as like that high school football team goes but if you were in an extra large you would have 
got called safe. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was wearing an extra large thermal today, dude. I felt I felt thin, you know. It was like a sausage casing, but I felt good. Save two That's bucks. I, I knew I should have got you an extra large shirt just to give you inspiration. No, I have an extra large one and I can't wear it yet because I'm not down to that size yet. That's I know, the, but uh, if I just keep getting you extra larges, <laughs> I'm like, do why do, like, why do I why do I, I have, have all these medium? brand new shirts but that I haven't been able to wear? Why do I have a schmedium, dude? For reals. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you see me next time, I'm like wearing like Barbie Ken doll shirts. You your belly buttons in. pierced. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Wait. It already is. Um, Whoa. But like, as far as the high school football team goes, dude, I think it's a little out of line to keep going like that. I would put second string in. Um, maybe not called a mercy rule because at the same time, if you just call a mercy rule and say, forget it, we're, we're, um, we're calling the game in a, in a, in a roundabout way. That's kind of, I mean, granted, you're, you don't really care so much about the other team's coaching styles, but Use that as an opportunity to be like, okay, we obviously are the better team here. Let's let this team scrimmage against us now with our second string guys so they could learn how to and, get better. And that team could put in second string people as well because they know they're not going to win. But there's kids on that team who are there to play and they don't get as much of a chance as first string people. Right. Like, give give those people a chance to play this that's what it is it's an exhibition game at that point you know right. yeah like you want people to get better they need to play wasn't there a couple times when we were playing softball the other team didn't have enough players and they said hey can we just scrimmage we're like yeah so like some of us no, went to no, their they, team oh yeah it, it wasn't a scrimmage it would it would it would oh it's um, still a game right it was still a game we just send some of our players to that team yeah and yeah and, and I thought it was fine because we, we just wanted to play, man. Um, I think in professional sports where you're getting paid thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to play, um, play it out as if you're making a million something a game. Like well, the, the, the only thing that you see in professional sports, like if that was a football game and they were up by 40 points, you know, they'd be running the ball every single time. That's not it. Even, not they even would throw, not. Yeah. They would not throw because you know throwing has a chance of, you know, the receiver getting hit when he's not looking and getting in. It it just running has a better chance of still making a play and keeping everyone as safe as possible for the next game. You know, so, for so the rest of the season. What do you think that coach should have done? The winning coach. Yeah, I think they should have ran the ball especially with, with second least, string guys at least yeah they should have put second string in for sure and at least at halftime they should have been running the ball running the ball like okay. that, that that's not giving up you're still running and if they can't stop your run you know that's that's like hitting a home run in baseball when you're up by 15 runs you know like sorry you just threw a bad pitch and i hit it right. and it happened to be a home run sorry I ran the ball and your guys couldn't tackle me, you know? And what do you think about the opposing, the losing coaches response? Do you think is a valid argument? I think he has somewhat of a valid argument. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be one to go out there and like bash the other coach, which in the article, it makes it seem like that's what he did, but they just asked him about it at the end, you know, a, a, some newspaper or something like that asked him like how he felt. He's just like, it's kind of classless, you know, like these are high school kids. We're trying to, you know, teach them 
uh, about being an adult, you know, teaching them sportsmanship, all this stuff. And I feel like that wasn't something that got taught during this game. Now, I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I get it. Now. I also remember at one time we were working at Loomis and you and I talked about this and they gave a company wise, a company wide raise to everybody. And I was like, and we all got the same. I can't remember how much 3%. it was. Okay. So you remember this conversation. Yeah. And I said, are you trying to tell me that um, Michelin man got the same amount of raise that I did? Or ADO. Yeah. And they are afraid to get out of the truck. Like it made no sense to me, but then I'm like, I understand life's not fair. This sucks. I can, I can complain. This does yeah. suck but life did go on. And I, I did learn about that, that like, you know what, this is life, dude. Life yeah. sometimes is going to be in your favor and it's going to sometimes uh, go against you. Um, and at times with that, I'm like, where I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna worry about myself. I mean, at least my face isn't red all the time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> those of you guys who know who are talking about, you guys are probably laughing right now. This guy's face <laughs> was always red during like, you could touch his face and it's, it's like it left like the little mark there like he was yeah. like sunburned he was so funny um i mean i get it though i see both sides of it honestly it it the other coach he should this is what he should have i done. just i just think it could have been handled better and you I think should so. 100 should not have gone for two points on the last oh touchdown. absolutely not that you was... shouldn't have gone for two points after the first quarter in that's, my opinion, that right there is like the slam dunk, like you're slam dunking and you're showboating when you're obviously like, like 30 points ahead. And this is like two seconds left. Yeah. Like you don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised I haven't heard anything about the parents in the crowd getting super upset. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard anything about that because at the games I went to out here, Man, the parents like if, if I mean it's football. If you just tackle their kid wrong, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna murder you!" Like they're like, "I'm like it's football. They're gonna tackle." You didn't the kid. even need effects on that. I know, dude. I've been working on it, dude. I've been working on it. Uh, man, that that's a crazy man, story. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that would take up. What was that like half an hour? I don't know. It was a good topic though because <laughs> I didn't even hear about I that. Thought story. it was gonna be a quick. Uh, this is what I would do, and that's it. You know. See, I, I here's the thing though. Sometimes you bring the fire, dude. Sometimes I do. you don't. I do. That's why I'm the captain. You you are. You got the chair. Dude. Speaking of which, I was telling Steph about that. I said, I said hey, uh, I uh, <laughs> I just got a funny text. I'll tell you later. Um, uh, <laughs> what? I got I got Buster Posey's retirement press conference. Oh, is he crying? I don't know. I don't want to look at it. Um. What else do you have? Because I want to see if I have anything that'll tie into your stuff. Um, let's see. Well, one, I know for a fact you don't have something of this. I'm trying to go through. We cover that, that, that. Okay. This is okay. Well, since we're on the topic of uh, sports, we might as well keep it here. Um, first of all, uh, let's just say this. I'm not a huge football fan at all. If I was, if people were to say, who's your favorite football team? I'd be like, the Niners, because that's who I grew up with. Um, I can only name one player of the Niners. Is George Kittle still on the team? Kittle. Yeah. Kittle. See, I don't, that's how much I know. Uh, and Garoppolo. <laughs> that's all I know. Um, I literally just watched Super Bowl. That's about it. Um, 
I don't really follow a whole lot of other sports, but I have a lot of fr- friends that are all over the oh, place. No. Huh? You're, you're slowing down on me. Yeah, but, but but your voice is your voice keeps going really fast when it catches up. <laughs> um, so I wanted to just talk about this real quick and get your view on it. So we all heard about the Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs the third. Um, Piece of garbage. I'm gonna trash, call it right now. Trash. He drove 156 miles per hour at twice the legal limit uh, in in uh, Las Vegas, and he ended up killing a lady. Now, um, I want to focus more on uh, the reaction than this situation because one, uh, 156 miles per hour, dude locked up forever because that's so beyond like what you're that's 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 not going 80 reckless 80 on a 65 yeah like this is no one should be doing that you're you're not a race car driver you're a football player a race car driver shouldn't do that no unless he's on a track yeah um and so a lot of these uh, players they get this uh mentality of i make so much money i can do whatever i want to do and then they feel um they feel completely, uh, what's the word, uh, invincible, right? Now, um, this is what I want to focus on. Um, Derek Carr came out today in a press conference, and they're asking him about it. I think he said, uh, Derek Carr said, Henry Ruggs III needs to be loved right now and needs to know he, will, he has people in his corner. I don't think what Derek Carr is saying is, we want you to get out of prison. I think because Derek Carr is a, is a Christian. He's, he's a, uh, you know, a practicing Christian and he's, he's a good dude. And he says, if no one else will do it, I'll do it. Basically he's saying like, you know, this guy's hurting right now. He, he didn't obviously mean to do it. Did he make a bad decision? Yes. Huge one. Does he deserve to be locked up? Absolutely. Do I think he had like the intent of I'm going to kill someone? No, but here's the thing. Possibilities are pretty darn great when you're going 156 down a residential i think Derek carr's response is kind of like i think and, and this is just my view like what i think we all need to think about is like you know what we need to stop having like this lynch mentality where someone does something wrong and we just like gang up and just start attacking them because you know we the person he's getting punished he's gonna get punished um but what Derek carr said was I just need, like, like if you screwed up, Wilson, you did something bad. That's not all of a sudden going to change my relationship with you. I'm not going to be like, nope, you did that. I'm done with him. Be like, dude, that's my, that's my, that's my best friend, dude. I'm all, I can't just leave him hang like that. I need to be there for him and be like, dude, Wilson, you screwed up, dude. What were you thinking? Like, what were you doing? You know, with handy that one day, like that was crazy in like, Florida. Where did where there was another another country we sent him down to? Was it Venezuela or something like that? It was it was South America. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Florida's close, right? But like, I mean, you yeah. imagine like this is his wide receiver, so this is somebody he's close with. You know, he's not just going to abandon him. You know, it's not like he's like the kicker, where they never talk, they're never the same <laughs> play together. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. I don't know. I thought Derek Carr's uh, response was, was pretty, I think pretty mature. Um, this guy is a scumbag. Um, one, just for doing that. I, I think going that speed and what he did lock him up for life, honestly, because at some point they need to learn that dude showboating in your car, dude, it's not okay. You know, no. people's, people's lives. I mean, 
you and I lost a good friend a few years back to someone who just thought they could just drive wherever they wanted to ran him off the road, almost killed his entire family and drunk and drunk. And, and luckily, luckily he was the only one that died. I mean, it sucks to say, but like, you know, the rest of the family lived and, you know, of course she was fine, but she's locked up now, but yeah, you, you know, people who think that these vehicles are just toys and they feel like I mean, that's one reason why I just do, I just go 65, set myself up for success and go to work a little earlier. If I know the weather's going to be bad, go to work earlier. Or if it's going to be too bad, go to work later, wait it out the storm. It's not worth it to me. Yeah. Nothing is worth 156 miles per hour. No. In a plane. You know, so this guy's a scumbag, but I think it shows a lot about Derek Carr. I mean, the Raiders have just been beaten up nonstop this past like couple of weeks with uh, John Gruden. Yep. But they're thing. killing it. Yeah. Dude, I really Was wish it I got... one loss. I think so. Yeah. I really want to go to their new stadium. Their new stadium looks awesome. The giant black beast right there in the middle of Vegas. I'm just hoping they bring back the Monster Jam World Championships to Vegas. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I was telling Brandon, he's a huge Raiders fan. And he goes, I'm all, dude, that'd be cool if they like, because they're talking about the A's moving. Uh, I think the A's were planning on moving across the bay. No, in Alameda, Probably. in Alameda at, at the pier. Oof. Yeah. You know. That's not a good idea. Yeah. yeah good luck Alameda with that one. Bad. That's like going from bad to worse. Yeah. The Dodgers are now playing in Skid Row. But uh, we, I was like, dude, that'd be cool. The A's actually went to, to Vegas. He's all, bro. He do. He got so bad. He's all. They've been playing in the same stadium with them forever, dude. They, they need to have their own one by now. So I was just like, dude, I don't know, man. You're dying on me. You're dying on me. Let me you can uh, be a phone. freaking coal mine. <laughs> yeah, taking up all the internet. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Let's see. I think I think I have a good story to end with, but before that, I got I got one one other good story. That's not as happy as my last story. Okay. What else? What else do you have? I just have something real, real quick. Um, I'll add the the earthly oddity in later. I gotta fix that bump anyway. It's too loud. Um, <laughs> I this caught my eye, and I was like, dude, is this like from like The Onion or Babylon B or from like The Inquirer? All it, credible sources. sources. Babylon yeah. B is hilarious, by the way. Um, man who died let's of go Brandon. Let's go Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> man who died of COVID dissected at oddities exhibit without family's consent. Event charged five hundred dollars a ticket. Says the man who died as someone a, who died of COVID. <laughs> Do your voice that up again? <laughs> <laughs> see someone who died is COVID. <laughs> uh, well, it was like the dissection of it. So it says the man identified by family as 98-year-old David Saunders was reportedly sold to the Oddities and Curiosities Expo after his body was donated for medical research. The body of an elderly man who died from COVID-19 was reportedly dissected in front of a live pay-per-view audience in Portland. Nice. The man identified as 98-year-old David Saunders. Yeah, exactly. Was sold to the Oddities. Okay, again, I hate it when they do this. I read that part already. Why do you put it in the article a second time? After his death, his family told the news station 
they had donated his body to med ed labs a las vegas based company that accepts whole body donations for medical research and training okay um, there you go and it says jeremy siliberto the founder of deathscience.org which partnered with the oddities and curiosities expo said he purchases these cadavers from med ed labs for north of ten thousand dollars the Oddities and Curiosities Expo travels across the country showcasing taxidermy. So does the family see some of that $10,000? Here's the, I'm getting to it. Uh, the Expo travels across the country showcasing taxidermy preserved specimens, original artwork, horror and Halloween inspired pieces, antiques, handcrafted oddities, uh, quack medical devices, creepy clothing, odd jewelry, skulls, bones, funeral collectibles. Um, in October, the expo stopped in Portland where it held a live dissection of Saunders' body in front of the pay-per-view audience and they charged $500. This is not a sideshow. This is very professional, Silberto said, um, adding that he obtained proper consent prior to obtaining the body. Saunders' family said they were not aware his body would be used in this manner and that they did not give consent according to the news station. I think they were like, yeah, you could do it for like science and stuff, but not like a, a public exhibition where you're charging people like a live pay-per-view thing. That's um, part of science. Uh, this is more of like a, I think like a entertainment thing. Is I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm sure that they legitimized it by doing some type of science thing with the body while they were dissecting it. It says live dissections are not currently listed on the oddities and curiosities expo website. Um, and he didn't re respond to people's requests. And that's where I'm getting this is people.com. Um, a spokesperson for Med Ed Labs maintained that they were not aware that Saunders' body would be used for a pay-per-view event. Uh, the company did not immediately respond. Uh, Saunders' body was prepared by Church Funeral so Services in Louisiana um, and told the people they were extremely saddened for the pain that Mr. Saunders' wife is having going through. Uh, and it says, we are glad this story has been broken and hope that this type of event never happens again. So what are your thoughts, Wilson? So I want to know you're dedicating your body to science or the family is whatever. How many of those places that you're sending that to Because like I've been, when I, when I was in school in Arizona, we went to a cadaver lab where you had to pay to get into this lab in Phoenix and you would see actual dead bodies and you would see like people skinned. So you could see all the muscular structure, stuff like that. Um, different things like that. Like, like, you know how you would like cut a head in half so you could see like the, the, the layers of the brain or something oh, okay. like that. Yeah. It was stuff like that. And you had to pay to get in there. So isn't that technically pay-per-view? Right. But, it's a little bit different because I mean, for honestly, for me, I mean, if you were to ask me, I actually would not mind sitting in on one of these because I think it's really interesting. Um, but I think you should know the family should know like, Hey, it's not going to be on display at one of these events. It'll be at a medical school where students will learn on the body or well, um, then that's bad on med, med exam or med, med whatever that they donate. Yeah. Because I mean, and honestly, I mean, but there's also the other thing once you, if I was to donate, I feel bad saying this guy, I'm not assuming this guy's anything like an article of clothing. If I'm donating some old used clothes of the Goodwill, 
I can no longer dictate where that clothes, where those clothes go. Exactly. So if they want to give those clothes away or if they want to sell them for $5 million, I can't go back and be like, oh, dude, you owe me money, man. That's the, the thing I forgot that I, that shirt was worth so much money. Like yeah, you the, the thing that I find garbage is that the med ed or whatever is charging people $10,000 for a body. Right. That's, that's a bunch of garbage. Cause it's donating. So you're donating to yeah. science, which means it's basically but you're, free. It, it's a little different because you're donating a human being. Right. So I feel like along the lines of you, if if you're donating your body to science, I feel like that should go, like you said, to a medical lab or something like that. Or something like where where I went to, where I don't think the place that I went to was paying for those those bodies i think they were given to them for science um yes the 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 what do you call it the place that i went to i'm i'm 90 sure they charged people like off the street to get in i don't think they charged schools and stuff like that because i went with with the school that i was in but if you wanted to come in off the street and see something like that they charge like 10 bucks or whatever but i i i feel like somebody making $10,000 off a person person's body is a little excessive. Yeah. Well, there was that thing that came to Sacramento. It used to come every year. It was called like bodies something where it was like preserved bodies, but like they would have different stages. And like you said, like the skin would be peeled back. So be in layers. So you see muscle. Then they had one body where it was just the veins. Like they, they, they were able to just take the veins out and they had it like, structure yeah. so you can see the veins or, or the nerves and stuff like that yeah, yeah you can see all that stuff and uh they, the thing is is like from what i don't quote me on this there was something very similar with all these bodies everybody all the bodies were all asian and i think it was something to do with like the their the rule the laws to obtaining like an asian body like over overseas is a lot less restrictive than in america probably yeah. So that's why they were all Asian because because you could you could tell by the eyes, um, and and so, I mean, I get why the family could be upset. You know, I mean that that would that would suck, right? Yeah, but it, in the end, ultimately they they donated the body. I did. I mean, right. Well, that's they like, don't get like you said. They don't get to dictate where it goes. It's kind of like me uh, if I'm a donor on my driver's license and I, something happens to me. And they take and out my your organ goes to some piece of crap douchebag who does drugs all the time. Yep. Well, it's it or a criminal on death row. Yeah. You know, you can't dictate where it goes at that point because you donated it. Tate. What'd you say? Nothing. Fuck that out the edit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everything else. Um but yeah, that, that, that struck me. I was like, man, that's, that's a weird story though. Um, I mean, it doesn't surprise me coming out of Portland though. Portlandia is weird. Yeah. Uh, I got something cool for you. Do it. So this says raid on alleged Brazil bank robbers leaves 25 dead. Um, 25 alleged members of a gang of Brazilian bank robbers were killed Sunday in a vast police operation in Minas Gerais, 
state, a police source told AFP. There are 25 criminals who have died and no injuries, a federal highway police source told AFP. Um, the operation by 50 officers in conjunction with the military police took place near the city of Forgina. Um, police raided two farms where members of a criminal organization specializing in robbing banks and ATMs were preparing attacks on several local bank branches, the source said. 18 of the suspects were killed on the first farm and seven at the second. There were no casualties among the security forces. So the it, it's basically, where was this? Did, did it say? Brazil. So basically like the FBI in Brazil figured out that these two places had this gang who was going around doing a bunch of bank robberies. And they went and raided these areas and your the bad voice guys sped up again, dude. <laughs> I cannot stop laughing at that. Sorry, go I ahead. I think it's all I think it's all your internet. I think um, so too. <laughs> but uh the bad guys shot at the good guys. The good guys shot back and won, basically, and killed 25 of this Brazilian gang. Wow. And no injuries or casualties to the police and military personnel that were in on it that's pretty good actually yeah that's 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 dude that's a that's a shootout though dude yeah Is there video yeah. of that i don't know i i have i have a picture and let's see nope that's it that's brazilian fine. bank robbers though they're really good i saw them open for iron maiden a few years back um really really good they have a really good guitarist he plays the guitar <laughs> Uh, let's see. Brazil has seen an increase in highly planned bank robberies involving heavy weapons, usually in medium-sized cities where escape routes are carefully planned. In August, a gang in the city of Aracatuba, Aracatuba in Sao Paulo state spread terror during a robbery involving drones, explosives, and the use of hostages as human shields. Three people died during that attack. Wow. What well, didn't we have a Brazilian bank robbery we talked about a few weeks ago where they were strapping the hostages to the seal, the roofs of the car? Yeah, we talked about that and and it it could have been the same gang. What the heck's going on in Brazil? They dude? said it's possible that the the uh gang from Sunday's raid is the same gang that operated in Aracatuba. So it's it's a big gang that's been going around throughout Brazil and just robbing banks. Wow. Yeah. Blatant too, because those videos that I saw, um, you know, with them on the car, the strapping the hostages of the cars, uh, that's all like daylight stuff, dude. It like, like flat out, like dark night style. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine being an armored truck driver in Brazil? I know. I'd like to have that it's one. like dude being one partner. in South Africa. Yeah. Watch that <laughs> video again the, the other day. Dude, you weren't joking. Dude, you watched that video a couple times. He rammed some cars. He did. Yeah. I'm like, dude, savage beast mode. I couldn't picture Rafik ever doing that. I think he would. He'd be like, oh, Tom, hold on. Oh, hold, hold on. on, Tom. Hold on, okay, Tom. Okay, here oh. we go. Gonna Sound get like bumpy, Mario Tom. driving an armored truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you have anything else? Uh, dude, I think that's it, my guy. Okay, I, I got one more to end with that's, that's kind of funny, and I, I love this story. But uh, one of the richest men in the world is getting a little, little flack right now. 
Um, and it's because of a tweet he made. Um, the richest, the world's richest man. Apparently he's the richest. Didn't know that. Uh, poor sense of humor is exposing how much of a boys club tech still is. Do you have any idea who I'm talking about? Is it Elon Musk? It is. Okay. I don't know the story, but I think, I think I've read somewhere that he's like officially the richest person in the world. I did not know that. Um, in an October 29th tweet, Musk proposed opening in a school called the Texas Institute of Technology and Science in a thread. He added, it will have epic merch universally admired. When someone earnestly suggested swapping technology and science, so the latter came first on the premise that technological breakthroughs almost always follow scientific breakthroughs, must shot back, nope, T is definitely first. Do you know why he said that? Because one spells sits and the other one spells tits. tits. <laughs> yes, exactly. So That's this was hilarious. a big joke on the part of Elon Musk. He just said he wanted to start a, uh, what did I say? The Texas Institute of Technology and Science, which the acronym would be TITS. And somebody tried to switch the S and the T and it would have been TIST or something like that instead. And he said no. Um, but now he's getting a bunch of flack because it's showing sexism and how much sexism oh, is a part of tech gosh. and the fact that there's only like 15% female workers at SpaceX and all this stuff. And it, I'm, I'm like, well, well, that's, that's always been Elon Musk's stick. I mean, there's a reason why they call it the Falcon rack rocket, the big Falcon rack rocket. That's hard to say. Racket rack. Cause Falcon sounds like you're saying something else. <laughs> this reminds me of that movie accepted where he Justin long started that uh college the southampton institute of technology yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah whoops we gotta edit that one yeah oh i get to finally use that beep again uh, <laughs> but dude i was like when you said that, i was like dude that's really really funny <laughs> dude M elon musk is a big troll that's all he is. He, he, he knows is, what he, he knows he, what he's doing. And he, the, the dude is super smart. Oh yeah. Like I mean, he if that guy ran for president, I would I would probably vote for him. Can because he? he? Was he born? Oh, uh, I don't know. Is he from here? But if, if what I'm saying is, if somebody like him ran for president, if you have someone who can run a business and make a ton of money. Like that's all that America is right now. He's born in South Politic Africa. Uh, so he couldn't run unless he is a citizen, right? Or do you have to be born in the U.S.? He gets to be born here. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know, Obama did it. Just kidding. We just lost um, five listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all the South Africa listeners. Dang it. Yeah, dang. Um. But no, if it, it like that's all America is right now. Like politically, it's a business. Uh -huh. And if you have someone who knows how to run a business, I mean, it's going to be a heck of a lot better than what Joe Biden's doing with the economy right now. At least that part will be better. And that will in turn make other things better for, for people in the US. Right. I mean, so th there's other things that go into it, but I feel like the economics is one of the biggest parts of, of being a president. Right. So 
one of my friends they they posted something someone was back at someone's car and it said it was the geico gecko and it says you could save 30 percent more by switching back to trump there's a big big, (laughs) let's go brandon sticker and then his friend says on gas but not on dividing a nation i guess you got to ask yourself what's more important i'm like um dividing a nation first of all was a media made up thing they were the ones doing it and are you trying to say we were better off now that or better off now than we were four years ago um dude every day in west virginia gas goes up 10 cents yeah so you tell me when it was better like i paid i paid over five dollars a gallon the other day for uh, gas. well see that's the thing i don't have to pay for it, gas because i have a company card but i only drive to and from work or just use my car for work yeah. so my other car we only go like just down the road to the storm back so luckily i don't have to fill up a whole lot i don't have to commute to work like i used to the thing is trump knew this country needs to be ran like a business yeah and that was why he was very good and the economy was good while he was in office yeah because he knew how to run it and that's why states like virginia um and even new jersey like you know they're getting like pissed and like even yeah dude minneapolis said no we're not going to defund the police biden won virginia by like 15 points in the election one and it no no that was one of the ones that he won decisively and it flipped to red on this last election all because of how the economy's going he was a piece of garbage pulling out of afghanistan you know um what else has he done i mean like it's it's hard to figure out the good things that that biden has done the one good thing that i could think of is he has not released the money from the new york bank to afghanistan that the prior administration in afghanistan had pushed put away in the new york bank they've been asking for that money and it's like billions of dollars that are sitting in this bank and Biden said, nope, we're not giving it to you because you're all terrorists now. That's the one good thing that I could say he's done. Yeah. And he has a good head of hair for an old man. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I mean, it's funny. Like people like are out and it's so different being in California than here because in California, you don't mention who you support. If, if it's, if it goes, well, I'm just saying like, unless you are not wanting to get into an argument, but I hear this one guy goes, I was at a store today and he was uh, pulling the trash bags out and he goes, yep. Going to take out Biden. Well, <laughs> Oh, cause he's garbage. He goes, yep. Literally at the same time, we're both, we're both like, let's go Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, hilarious. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, it'll get better, but it's going to get worse. Like, I don't know when people are going to get the clue when they truly see what's going on right now. Like they just said, like when they say January 4th, there's like a lot of people that are like companies that are like mandating vaccines. I'm like, again, try to get 40,000 people to stop doing the tomahawk chop. Try and NYPD and FDNY. That was last Monday. They lost like, uh, uh, FDNY lost like 25% of their employees. The police department lost 20%. And then they said, 
oh, we're going to handle this. We, we got it all taken care of. All, all the officers that are still on, um, their vacations denied, and they're being required to work double shifts. What? Yeah. yeah. See how long that... Okay, so <clears throat> check one, two. Can we hear me? When you get mad because that officer who's been awake for 48 hours shoots somebody, I'm holding that person responsible because they didn't have adequate time off to decompress from the stressful shift that they had the previous night. Which which I'm hoping this stuff will change now that they got that other uh, police chief guy in office. I think it will. It, at least he knows the, the stress that those people go through and, you know, working double shifts all the time is not a good thing. I mean, you, you can read it in, uh, um, what's his name? Dr. Uh, Gil Martin's book emotional survival for law enforcement like even if you're not in law enforcement his his views can apply to basically any job but i mean it deals with the stresses that basically law enforcement and i guess you could turn it over to like military people deal with but it it, you you can't be on that roller coaster for that long like it's already like yeah, you go to work and you're super vigilant. You're up here, like on top of the world. You could be up there for the whole double shift, but then you come home and you drop down below normal range. You're you're depressed. You feel like you're not worth anything while you're at home because when you're at work, you're you're doing something. You know, you can't you can't ride that line for that long and be right. okay. Yeah, exactly. And that that's the kind of thing that happened like with the deputy that committed suicide in El Dorado County. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that's exactly what happened. Nobody knows what happened with him, but I know that it was probably a combination of that and and what he went through in the military. Yeah. Because he didn't do it while he was in the military. He did it once he once he was working here. So he was probably riding that roller coaster and it he got down too far when he wasn't working. And that's when it happened. Yeah. And those, <clears throat> those uh, double shifts, they're not easy. You know, I've never had to do a double shift uh, in when I worked at the jail, but like there was one time I worked, I think it was 26 hours straight um, at a food packaging plant in Yuma, Arizona. And you're basically that lettuce. Yeah. You're basically in a, a giant warehouse. That's a refrigerator for that long it messes with you. I seen people start. I started with someone like, like a crew, the, the people down in the bottom working the machinery and everything. I saw them at the beginning of their shift, the end of their shift, the new crew come on the new crew leave and the, uh, the original crew come back to work. Cause it was a 24 hour operation. And I was still there. And I, I'm like, dude, I need to go get some rest. And I told my boss, Mike, dude, we can't be working like this. I need, like, if, if we're going to work, we need to take shifts then, if that's how it's going to be, where we, we relieve each other. Like, I'll come back on, you go back to the hotel and sleep and so on. No, he didn't have any, anything to do with it. He's like, nope, we're all working. I'm like, dude. And I quit. Because I'm like, I can't do this. It was driving me yeah. nuts. That, and that was honestly, that was the time when I first found out when I first started getting panic attacks and anxiety and I never got to a point of suicide, but it got to a point to where I'm like, dude, I cannot live like this. Like I need to do something else. And I went, dude, I got a job after that. I quit and got a job as a landscaper 
I was the only white guy on the crew. I was sitting there mowing yards with Javier and Jose. And I lasted like three weeks doing that. Then I ended up getting a, um, I forgot where I went after that. I went somewhere else, but I was like, dude, I'm done. Like, I can't do did, that anymore. Did you work for a golf course at one point? That was at a high school. Um, I worked for two. I was, um, I was the main, one of the maintenance guys. So I, I, I would mow yard, the, the golf course. That was different though than like residential. You need to hook me up with those people if they had water hazards. What, what, with, why? Because there's usually fish in those water hazards. I want to go fish them. Oh, well, well, good luck with that. Cause, uh, one's a private golf course, Winchester country club. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll go there. Yes. Yeah, I don't know the people who live and there. Was it dark horse too? No, uh, sun city Lincoln Hills. Oh yeah. Dude. They, they have some massive ponds. I, I mean, don't think, I don't think water you, they, hazards. They, they do, but I don't think you can fish there. I'll just sneak on. I don't care. And I don't, I, think... I know the back roads back there. Yeah. Just 12 bridges. 12 bridges dude it's yeah, easy used to drive that all the time yeah loomis i mean i won't sneak on that's not okay yeah don't worry about it dude yeah. um yeah i mean some of those uh i, I never where's dark horse at dark horse is the one up is in Truckee? uh lake of the pines i thought i'm that pretty was, sure i thought that was uh off a of combi road yeah yeah okay, that one okay. over there no yeah. i only i i i didn't didn't work at that one um i only worked at those two but I delivered uh, um, irrigation supplies up there when I worked for a company called Normac. Um, yeah. Would, and then, yeah, golf courses are actually a really fun job. Um, I, I, I got to know those people pretty well. And I was almost to the point where, like I mentioned, like, hey, do you guys ever have turkeys or deer out here? And they're like, oh, yeah, all the time. I was like, man, it'd be nice to shoot one of those. Oh, well, let us know, you know. And uh, then I ended up leaving loomis or no, no no they stopped using us because they got sold out on a company that didn't allow them to um deposit at the bank we were delivering to oh okay. it was a bunch of garbage it was yeah. like a ukrainian bank or something like that and they wouldn't okay. allow non non-ukrainians to deposit there or something yeah i don't know you you can't shop here <laughs> <laughs> um yeah dude golf course was fun though i mean uh <laughs> there was times where because i was right out of high school so i'd pull like an all-nighter with my friends we go cruising sunrise boulevard for chicks on friday night that's illegal um, now yeah well back that's probably because of us there's there's signs um, up that say no i think it says no cruising between like 12 yeah I see those signs. and and 5 a.m or something like that but it was so dumb dude we were so dumb i'd like be like this hot chick in a car i'd leave my head with hey she look at us and we're like <laughs> we just drive off i'm like what are we doing with our lives right now <laughs> like for reals um but uh i go to work the following morning and just be dead tired so because you know golf courses like like at baseball fields like the 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 lines are striped in in the grass you could totally tell which ones remind you because they go like little crooked <laughs> they all bend around i'm like yeah dude i had a rough night man i was so tired i got home like actually i didn't come home i came straight here <laughs> you know like kept like an extra shirt in the car you know no rest for the wicked man yeah cool man that's, that's all it. i have dude that's it cool man i'm asking like it was good yeah it was good got some uh friends on the on the show yeah that's good times right there gotta do that again uh 
want to thank MSR Arms. Um, make sure you go check them out, msrarms.com, and use offer code WTH5 at checkout for 5% off your entire purchase. You know, I might go on there and get myself something like a little early Christmas present. Yeah, you know, I got I to gotta finish my upper for my AR-15. Oh, yeah. Ooh. My computer just made a noise. Yeah, that's not good, dude. That's Oof. not good. Um, Thin Line Brewing, go check them out. You know what? And while you're at it, get yourself some to-go beers while you're there. They have some yeah, good beers. Should. I think um, they still have some of the tribute beer left. Okay. So grab some yeah. of that. It's pretty good. I would have reviewed that today, but I forgot that I didn't do it last week. And I drank it all before today. So <laughs> there you go. It Told was you, good though. You're pre-gaming. You're pre-gaming. Yeah. Well, not today. Not today. Before today. Yes. This was you come to the podcast with a clear mind. And I leave with it all over the place. Yeah, you're just a, a mess after <laughs> you leave here. Um, you know, and you know what? While we're at it, go check out River Ops and Ferox Outdoors while you're at it too. Oh, yeah, those guys are good. Yeah, go check them out. You know, the Jose posted some. Uh, he didn't post. Uh, it wasn't a picture of the turkey, but it posted a picture of the. What do you call it? The arrow, the the tip of the arrow. The the, the broadhead. I think so. It was like it looked like a blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Posted a picture of that, and of course, man, Ryan's posting pictures of his fish and stuff. Um, follow them on Instagram. I know Ryan's going to be um, leaving Facebook here fairly soon, so he's going to switch exclusively over to the gram which i don't blame them um so go make sure you go check those guys out as well um you can hear us on spotify apple Podcasts, podbean amazon pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts and i think uh our friend of the show katie listens to us on what's called the podcast app very clever name by the way original yeah yeah socialist media facebook instagram youtube untapped and again Wilson killing the game with these uh, photos and I'll be it's a pretty posting. good one. And, you know, I got it. I got a little crooked in there, you know, cause yeah. it's like the Gravitron. Gravitron. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I, I, I do edits on it. Yeah. That's the only editing you do actually. Yeah. You know, I you know. probably forgot how to edit a podcast, but I can do some pictures. Yeah. You know? Well, at least you're doing something. That's all I yeah. care about. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can contact us uh, through text or just regular phone call, leave a voicemail, whatever you want to do. 916-259-3030 or at the real WTH show at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Let us know, uh, you know, if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you've uh, want to follow up with some old shows or whatever I know, or even a book suggestion for the other one. I know I just finished my very first Ted Decker Rochelle Decker book the other day. I read The Girl Behind the Red Rope. Um, hmm. If you like the movie The Village, you would really like this one, but a, a different twist. I, I, I ordered that new series that he put out. The young adult one? Yeah, the one with dragons. Okay. Where he was, yeah. I think he was asking about what to do with the cover. Uh, are you going to have the kid, kiddos read that one or are you actually going to read it? Uh, probably both. Okay. Yeah. I just started uh, today. Uh, the 49th mystic which brought back so many memories oh, i of have this, that book sitting here and the, i have the second one but i haven't read the third one there's there's third three one, right? there's three in the series i know it says pretty book one. sure i'm reading the first one and dude it brings back so many memories because they're talking about um the shatiki roush yep. uh yep. the rambutan fruit thomas of hunter they're talking about all yep. these characters i'm like oh 
I so want to go back and reread the, the circle. circle series. Yeah. Um, and, and, it, and the mystic, so you said you read mystic or no, or for not mystic. I have it. Yeah. I've like, read it. It's literally set up the same way as circle series where it goes into the other world in this world. I'm like, I yeah. love this so much. It, it just, it's like, it never stopped. It, it flows perfectly. So we need a movie. Definitely. Yeah. Ted, Theodore, buddy, let's crowdfund this beast. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah. I'll have Go my people me. call your people. Wilson, call them. I'm, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for him. Do it. And if it doesn't make it, we'll just keep the money. And put it towards the next GoFundMe. Or a better internet connection for me. Whatever. That could work too. I mean, I'm tapping off of the we're, cr- we're, you know, right Moving now. me out of California. There we go. I'd rather do that. Yeah. You know, I'll figure out, I'll, I'll, I'll tap off of the cracker barrel down the street, you know, for the time being to run the podcast. No big deal. So later dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Roads. Well, we're going, we don't need roads. You got it, Jobin. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, the fan. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Let's go, Brandon. Stop it. Yeah, dude. Let's go, Brandon. Let's Sorry. do it, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs>